2: hey hello everybody and welcome to little legends podcast hey hello everybody and welcome to little legends podcast i am your host levens it is episode 36 joining me as always is boop what's up buddy
3: oh man hopefully as always stop soon after that no, i'm just kidding uh it is it is uh its its a it has been a pretty crazy week actually i've been super busy um through a lot of stuff but definitely getting to some tft in and uh, having a good time and uh feeling feeling tired but productive
2: i'm feeling at least half of those things um mm-hmm. i actually i, I took a 13 hour nap the other day and let me tell you nothing recharges the batteries like a 13 hour nap
3: uh <laughs> it's that's not a nap then. like so when did you go to sleep
2: i don't want to i don't want to be chastised here on my own show poop okay <laughs> it was a 13 hour nap and that's a story i'm sticking to <laughs> our own uh show. Yeah. well yes. i don't
3: feel seen i'm
2: sorry <laughs> <laughs> i don't go ahead. um i, I don't would like to point sweet. out that i can hold that hay at least twice as long as i did so i'm just i'm just ramping up to it okay um
3: we'll both do it next time because i used to play the tuba so i've got that lung
2: Ooh, no you've got tuba lungs
3: yeah i got tuba lungs
2: i have the i got
3: uh, i got the tuba lungs.
2: i have the uh when i walk someone is playing a tuba song
3: <laughs> oh, to narrate
2: my <laughs> movements lungs
3: you know what you never said which song so it'll be hit me baby one more time yep with uh, the two
2: tu- in the arranged for tuba <laughs> You will be a construction worker. Uh, there's a uh, inside joke that literally only two people, both of which are on the show, will get. Um, but before we get too off the beaten path, do a little bit of housekeeping. Of course, guys, you know we are Prediction Esports Podcast. P R W E D I C T I O N on Spotify and iTunes, all of those good places. Make sure you are subscribed there. It does help us out a ton. Course, you can always go over to patreon.com slash little legends podcast and support the show there. Really does help. Got a lot of cool stuff planned, and any bit of support does help us there. Of course, as you know, and as has been, I will be honest, popping off the last two weeks, game night, <laughs> uh, little legends podcast. In association with Giant Slayer, is running game nights on Friday. You can join in and play with us, Discord.me Me slash Little Legends Podcast, and you can watch the stream over at Twitch. TV slash Giant Slayer TV. Make sure that you're there. We've been starting the nights off double lobbied up, out of our minds. We've got lobby <laughs> one and lobby two, uh, double decker di- action. We've yeah, we've we've got lobby oneers, lobby tours we're having loyalties built it's uh true. <laughs> there are there are some diehard lobby twoists out there uh let me tell you there are people who will <laughs> refuse to play in any other lobby it doesn't matter who if it's me or boop hosting it it doesn't matter who else is in the lobby they're like i'm going to lobby two and i don't care what is what else is going on
3: <laughs> there's like an established cast system between some of the lobby <laughs> lobby it's true it's, it's so funny lobby two has like a um very like tim and eric vibe to it very much um yeah um we're kind of the odd bunch uh Uh, you know recess uh the show i feel like that's very similar and lobby one is like um everyone's wearing suits and (laughs) (laughs) everyone's wearing
2: suits and those suits are trying to beat sphinx
3: (laughs) yeah but the ties are like a little loosened up you know to to show that we're not quite serious but we're not quite relaxing either yeah no it's been it's been super fun and it's actually been really cool um as people come week after week like hearing about like people's lives yeah. right and like getting to know our listeners as people and yeah you know hearing their kids on the background and being True. like wow i'm so happy i don't have one of those <laughs> and like hearing, you know people deciding on dinner and yep. you know it's it's just cool to to interact with our viewers in Ooh. such like a real and legitimate way. That
2: so, actually reminds me boop. Um the, you know, hearing about what people are doing and hearing the backgrounds and like hearing that what's going on is uh please do push to talk when you're on game when you're doing game night so no I'm kidding. Uh that was what we call a joke. Um but yeah, super fun, been having a ton of fun and just like we're getting new people in the chat. We got raided a couple of times. I think Kyune uh, gave us a huge raid and just had some new people that were like, oh, hey, never been before. Let Can I play? Absolutely. Come on in. We'll get you in if we need. To. I mean, hey, I don't want it took us a little bit to get this two lobbies, but let's get that third lobby and come, 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 come. We will get the third lobby going. We will uh, always make room. And uh, if we have to shift people around or start another lobby, it is not a problem. So make sure you're there friday nights nine eastern uh discord.me slash little legends podcast or you can just tune in and watch live and hear the crazy antics twitch.tv slash giant slayer tv okay guys and gales let's talk about what we did this last i don't know why i said that uh this past week in tft boop how is your grind how's your playing what has your experience been like
3: Okay, so this is funny because so I got real, real sick this month. I don't know if it was COVID or not. I'll probably tell my friends that it was for a time. Ten- yeah, um, for
2: historical s-
3: <laughs> Yeah, um, until I get it again in September or something. But no, I got like real sick. It was like it was definitely like lung and air related. Mm. Um, but I never got like super sick. But yeah. I was out of the I was out of the count since like April first up until like four days ago. Mm-hmm. Um and the whole time I was like so ready to stream and get on my grind and so I was playing a bunch of normal games and then finally at, like we were at game night and I was like I can't I can't be silver in these in these lobbies. <laughs> so, like I, I like I know I'm not silver and I just need to like play these ranked games yeah and just you know instead of doing all of my ranked games on stream I'll just do it on my own yeah and so I got to gold today like literally nice. a day after I was like all right let's get to gold. And so uh, I'm still continuing the climb, but it, it's been fun. I've been doing uh, Rebels uh, to help nice. me get through. Yeah. And so I got a Shen Rebel rank three. That was pretty fun. I got second that game. Um, but yeah, uh, the Rebels seem to never win me something, but it's always good to get top four, be consistent, yeah. and climb. And that's been my goal. I don't really care about winning. I yeah. just wanted to change the color of my border. And yeah. uh, I did just that. And I've been doing a lot of casting this week, and we're going to be doing some more casting uh, next week. Together. Yes, we'll talk about that soon. Yes, um, we will. We did get approval to say it out loud, we which is awesome. Uh, but what about you, Mister Mister Blevins? How was your week in Tift?
2: Oh, my week is great. I'm still, you know, trying stuff out. I, I have not, uh, I have not succumbed to the uh, craziness that was Dark Star. I sort of avoided that altogether um i haven't had a ton of time to play a ton of games which is probably why i've uh, haven't gotten <laughs> rolled over by darkstar but i've just been seeing these uh these screenshots of people where there's like six people in the lobby going for darkstars <laughs> it's like the hand holding club entirely but i was playing a decent i i tried rebels cuz it's like okay rebels aren't tier one like they used to be but if no one else is going them they've got to be good right
3: yeah because you can get the smash bros right or the slash bros
2: yeah they've been all right um for me but i I actually have been defaulting a lot into that yasuo Yi comp and it just like i'm either building it wrong or i like of course don't scout and uh realize that there's another person going it, and it's just like well i guess i just get seventh place if i'm lucky uh it just hasn't been great and now you know i was
3: interesting i've been hyper consistent with that rebel comp yeah i mean what are you building what are you let's talk through it i was building the
2: exact like yasuo yi comp where it's not it's not really rebels it's like just yasuo yi and my problem is that there's another person doing it so i can't get the three star version of either or like we each get one of the three stars and we both get like uh, bottom six yeah. that's the problem it's not the power of that's the okay. comp which which definitely comes out but i think I'm, I'm also kind of sad because i was really liking running star guardian sorcerer when it was like a minus tier or b plus yeah, tier e yeah but when it's s tier and everyone's going for it it's just like Okay, I guess I don't get to play it. Um
3: <laughs> I've it, never liked playing mages ever in any game.
2: Ever. I really liked the first time I it ever clicked for me, like it, what really got it for me was like knowing that itemizing the Nico with defensive items is actually important. Like putting a Guardian Angel on Nico at a minimum is really important for that comp because it's like I just get torn to shreds. Um, but being able to do that uh really like and especially when it's uncontested like the, the comp is actually insanely good uh yeah. if it's uncontested obviously but that never happens anymore um yeah so i've just been i've just been trying to like play around with some stuff and i've just like fallen into the yasuo yi comp a few too many times so i'm uh i'm waiting for this uh you know the b patch to kick in and really start the the grind i want to push to play i'm at gold 1 right now Um, so I can be in plat. I should be, I think I'm, I think I'm probably a first place or maybe like a, a couple of top fours or like a a couple of top threes away from, from plat. And then, uh, you know, I might make the diamond push again. I'm not sure. Um, but it's just been, I think it's in a good spot right now. It's just, I want to like, I actually have a few comps like that I can fall back into. I just need to, you know, do that appropriately and not get too tunnel vision too early, which I've been doing a lot. I've had some good success
3: with a chrono sniper comp recently. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, whenever, whenever I say something like theory crafting wise on the show, I, I love trying it out. Right. And I finally yeah. got to do infiltrator yeah uh, rank three and um, it totally <laughs> works. Anyway, <laughs> um, I got second. I got That's second. Awesome. Um, I was already doing well. Like I was drawing really well, um, playing a uh, squid brawlers, but mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. It was still pretty great for Velkaz. Anyway, uh, more, tell me if I'm wrong. Anyway, uh, but yeah, the <laughs> Chrono Sniper is cool because uh, those Caitlyn buffs, right? I yeah. still think she's pretty bad, um, yeah. but it's just kind of nice to have an option to maybe even transition into Celestials later mm-hmm. uh, that Caitlyn can kind of stick on the board for longer than you mm-hmm. normally would have her. So you can get your Asher, Jinn in and then switch them out later because I think mm-hmm. of any comp I see transition out of the most, Right now, it's definitely that chrono comp, yeah. right? Like, keep it just two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're kind of... A lot of them will just hold items for you because yeah. you can pick some chronos up and do Master Yi and Yasuo mm-hmm. uh, a little bit later. Um, it's pretty versatile in terms of the mid-game, but it seems like a lot of people think that the mid-game transition just isn't worth it right? anymore. So why even go chronos? Mm-hmm. It was, it's kind of like my question, but I've gotten some good uh, top fours with the comp, yeah. and it's, it's still pretty satisfying to see Caitlyn one-shot people with that ult. yeah um i have seen the bug where ash arrows go forever um a couple times and part of me just doesn't want that to end um it's one of those bugs that i'm like totally cool i (laughs) laugh every
2: time i see an ash arrow whiff and it just like goes off into (laughs) yeah and it's like and then you see like the tip of it on your bench Like, (laughs) wait a second how did that happen yeah um
3: but in terms of new things i've been trying uh, i definitely tried that and it's not the greatest, but it's definitely like if you find yourself being like, "I'm not going to win this game," mm-hmm. uh, you can commit to it and maybe eke out a fourth place or a yeah. third place. Um, yeah, the Chronos—they uh, we'll talk about it—the in B patch uh, stuff too a little yeah. bit later, but definitely something that they have had their hands on. And I think has been adjusted almost every patch, mm-hmm. um, close to so it. We'll see. Yeah, so we'll see if this is going to be the final time and we finally get it, right? Uh, a la Blade Masters, it took. What 8000 patches before yeah before we it finally got um with that nocturne blender comp but yeah. yeah that's been it's been a very good week for me in tft and gaming in general
2: that's good brawler blasters is another one i've been defaulting into and just not i i'm i think i'm building it wrong because i have not had good six anytime i have jinx as my carry i just like I don't know if I have her positioned wrong. Had, I don't I've think I have her itemized too, so wrong.
3: I'd love to hear some of the people who are better than us uh, <clears throat> tell us why that would not be working. From from because I ran it in a, a game night and Tapout was saying that like I, you just need the items, like you right. have to get the items, and if you don't get those items, I just felt like I yeah. fell off so hard late game.
2: I feel like maybe I need to. I'm one of the things that I see Sphinx and Tapout. You know these like high you know masters level player i mean sphinx i believe hit top three at peak or maybe top two i don't remember but this man in lobby two put him in lobby two and not just the lobby two at game night which anyone is in which everyone is invited to uh the real lobby two um but i see them uh really um Really favor almost more than any of the actual carry items like the guardian angel or the trap claw or the yeah uh, the quicksilver. On is the thing I see the yeah build all the on time. the carry. Like I'll,
3: yeah, I'll see it on Jin, and then yep. and I'm like, oh, because Blitzcrank, duh, right, but or like, Jinx, or any reason, of those, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I think what's a bait for a lot of people who are newer or lower ranked is you just want to see how much damage you can do, and mm-hmm. I say this it, like. I say this all the time, right? Like, when I see someone driving slowly in the left lane, I'm like, look at that asshole, right? That's dangerous. And then I realize that it's me who's driving slowly (laughs) in left lane. It's very different when you're piloting the car versus watching someone else do it, right? And so when we pilot, I think it's very much like, oh, damage! Jinx can do burst damage! What's a Rappadons look like on her? Right. Right? And uh, instead of being like... It's not about doing all that damage at once. It's about spreading out more damage Mm -hmm. over a certain amount of time. So if you build defensively, they're going to be doing less damage right now, but more damage over time. Right. And with the amount of CC and the amount of you know tankiness that we can see Mm -hmm. and just burst damage from mages, right, I think it's just better to build utility and defensively because when a sindra ults you, right? Like you got to survive that first ult. Yep. So you can get excited if you're jinx or mm-hmm. you know get some more damage. That's my theory behind it uh because GA is still such a baller item so and good. always will be. It's a it's a little bit of a reset, right? At least mm-hmm. you can't do GA uh, redemption anymore, but but still, that that's definitely something one. that I need to get better at myself.
2: Yeah, it's uh i think something too because it's like oh well i'm obviously going to build like you know an infinity edge or whatever on it it's like well actually maybe i need yeah maybe yeah or giant slayer or whatever or red buff it's like actually i need to save that sword the first uh, maybe not the first item i build but the item i need to uh that i need to make sure is on there is the guardian angel because it's like does it really matter if it's infinity edge versus giant slayer versus uh, hand of justice versus this? Like they all are adding some amount of damage, right? Mm-hmm. One might be if more, you're, optimal, dead, you're not doing them. Right. One might be more optimal than the other, but like if, yeah, exactly. If you're dead, it doesn't matter which one. Um, and if you have two other ones, it, you're not maybe maximizing damage, but those are the, ra- you're maximizing your damage in those rare cases anyway. So something to learn. Um, and uh yeah something to learn about or learn on and improve upon in the weeks to come but we do have a as we alluded to earlier an event that both yourself and i am casting uh this not this coming friday but the friday after on may 1st cruise arena tft invitational we've got a little uh rundown of it here it's an uh exhibition tourney that shows off cruise tv's easy to use uh and free download multi-stream app we saw this with the first uh cruise invitational that we casted where uh our producer was able to show all the different streams and whatnot of the different players that were uh that we're playing in the event uh really easily on a mobile app which is really cool uh we'll have four pools all playing at once with live coverage of all players povs the top eight grand finale on may 1st starting at 2 p.m eastern sponsored no joke here i know this is a lot of times a joke but actually sponsored by g fuel uh <laughs> yeah, I, I need to put out the disclaimer not actually a joke it's just it's too much of a running joke for us it's true uh also g fuel uh dms are open um also, I know a content partnership manager there, but uh, DM me, Zach. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be casted by uh, myself, Boop, Deathblow, and Kenobi, uh, which is, I got to say, a legendary casting quad if I've ever seen one. Yeah. So let's get some... Sorry, I didn't mean to be so sarcastic in that. Yeah. Yeah. We totally yeah. <laughs> No, just just me. We're getting the band uh, back together. <laughs>
3: It's been I'm a while it since we've weapon. casted together, Boo. It really has been. You've been doing a ton of that Rutera stuff. I yeah. went back to Overwatch for and I casted Hearthstone um yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna lie. I missed you.
2: I miss you it's, too,
3: Boof. there is just something that you can do to me that uh super dirty. Um that and that and we're okay. <laughs> Hold
2: on, let's just, <laughs> let's just get um, that out that... of the way. <laughs>
3: You are one of, I think, like two people in the world that can actually make me feel awkward. <laughs> and I love that good,
2: that's good. one of the
3: cornerstones of our casting dynamic. True. Um, no, it's been fun. Like, I love just like the, one of the biggest reasons why I like casting with you is like, one, I never know what I'm going to get. That uh, is true. Two, we, we, we trust each other. So like we, we get into these modes and, and, and these like uh, ideas that maybe some other people wouldn't have right. followed. We always
2: on. know. That regardless of what's there's a bit to be had, and yep. we both know how to run yep. with a bit.
3: <laughs> exactly, we, we both love to improv. We and I think like our ideology on, in terms of what a good cast is is very similar. Yeah. So um, it's it's great just to work with like minded individuals. And same thing with. I actually, think Kenobi and Deathglow are going to go really well together. Yeah. Uh, based on like who they are, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm excited to see that. I'm sure we're going to do some mixing and matching, but I'm very excited to cast with you.
2: And I think. And, yeah, go we, ahead. we can have the what we uh, what I will say, we innovated as the TriCast. We can get that running back. I
3: still back. think it's viable. I, I still, still think, think it viable. is.
2: I don't care what anyone yeah. says. We did it's the TriCast for the finals uh, of a different event that we did, and it was great. So just putting it out. Yeah.
3: There. Um, and the other cool thing about the Cruise Arena Invitational. Yes. Is that. Um, a lot a lot i would say over 50 percent of the participants are in our discord so yes we have a little bit of a special something something yes this is um, on so top of the
2: prize money yeah this that is, is, on is being top offered of the prize money um, G Fuel.
3: we have been lucky enough to get a very special prize donated uh to the discord it's yes. something that we've never been able to do before
2: well, and been able to do is not the right thing we've never done is the, is the yeah, right yeah. we've
3: never done this before so we're really putting ourselves out there yeah. in terms of really trying to get the community to come in and try their hardest yeah. at their tur- at this tournament and um, what you're going to win is everyone ready folks Make this is on top of
2: all them. the actual prize money on as well, top man. of the, all yeah. the
3: actual prize money this is all extra is you'll get a special <laughs> role in our discord mm-hmm. called boop's favorite so you only get, you only that's it guys uh, that's it. You, you
2: get to be my favorite Yep. Um, you get the role yeah. in discord of boop's favorite so uh yep. just you're yep. playing for a, even more than money here
3: yeah yeah that's bragging rights if i've ever heard it but yeah if you're in our discord and you win the tournament you will be boop's favorite um sure. uh, maybe <laughs> maybe um that doesn't work out and we can add something else, but most likely um, that's where it will stop. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it, it, it's, I would fight for that for sure.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. And now you may be asking, how do you get blebs favorite? Well, that is a uh, a cross country rat race uh, involving an elaborate series of hijinks. Uh, so with whoopie
3: Goldberg and it, Cuba Gooding junior mm-hmm. and Seth green. Exactly. Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Wow. So King, how did I, <laughs> Anyway. It's a mad, 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 <laughs> mad, 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 mad world. Um, yeah,
3: Boop's favorite. And it's it, this is all in jest because I I want there to be some well, friendly competition. It's all in jest, but
2: also literally will happen.
3: Yep. Um, <laughs> and uh I just want some like friendly competition in the Discord. Yep. We'll even put up a trash talk channel uh during the during yep. the tournament, maybe, yep. and see yep. see how it yep. goes. Because yep. like we got yep. the yeah, 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 already yeah. ingrained rivalry of Mad Hatter and Wondermellow.
2: True you know, and I was, I was talking to Wonder Miller the G other day and I was like, the show yeah
3: yeah if you guys don't bet on on any something then you're missing out on some content True. so I'm saying it on the podcast right now I hope to see it
2: we need to see those prop bets on the side as uh as uh, as some added uh added uh incentive there so that's going to be awesome again. May first, two p.m. Eastern. Make sure you're watching that. Uh, if you're looking for the de- any more details on that, you can check out our uh, Discord. We will have those there, as well as our Twitter. We'll be, uh, you know, we'll be promoting it as much as we possibly can. Of course, we're back in the main stay on the main stage there. So that is going to be the first half of the show. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about ten point eight b patch because maybe we weren't expecting a b patch because we didn't get one before but we've got some talking on that and uh, we'll be diving into some of the implications from this b patch but we'll be talking about those when we come back from the break in just a bit With currently no nba nhl or mlb you might think there's nothing to bet on well you'd be wrong Our exclusive partner, BetOnline, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to eSports to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. BetOnline has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and you'll receive a new welcome bonus. Betonline, your online wagering solution. Welcome back, everyone, from the break. Hope you enjoyed it. We're gonna be talking about patch 10.8B. Got the rare, the elusive B patch. 210.8 and they uh, the changes are as follows dark star bonus attack damage and ability power going from 25 35 45 to 25 30 35 Shaco's attack damage uh is going from 50 to 70 so uh, his attack damage is actually going up his uh starting and total mana is going from 0 60 to 30 80 uh Shaco's spell power is going from 300, 325 350% to 200, 225 250% so okay we're seeing a uh we're seeing why he was actually getting his attack damage uh buffed <laughs> and then Syndra's uh total mana is going from 50 up to 65 so Darkstar adjusted Shaco uh, pretty heavily nerfed in terms of his ability, and then Syndra no longer the uh, cast bot that uh, yeah, she God. once was. Um,
3: um, and delaying that first cast, I think, is is all fine Huge. and dandy, but since it's like a full on. 60, like 15 more mana. Yeah. All of the other ones are going to last. Uh, it's one extra, ba- uh, like basic attack, maybe. And it's, so, like, yeah, that, one, it's, and her it's basic and attacks are really slow. Yeah. So, like, you're, you're going to feel that for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but now that we've gotten that out of the way, um, uh, let's talk about Shaco and just Dark Star in general. Uh, what do you think so far?
2: I think it makes sense. Um, it spreads out the, playability of different um of different carries in dark star now you can run uh you know acclaimed uh 90s character actor Jin carrey uh who starred in the mask and the grinch and liar liar okay i, I gotta keep making that joke uh, <laughs> okay
3: that's actually like really freaking good dude yeah like, i i, you I actually should, like tm that man that's I hilarious s-
2: i stumbled across that by accident when i was doing a uh a voiceover. And I just was like, uh, okay, now you can play gin carry. I'm like, gin <laughs> carry, like gin Carrey, Get it.
3: <laughs> that's so good. Uh, yeah.
2: That, that is not, is not my even getting a,
3: a sigh. That's like a, that's a salute, man.
2: That is a crying on top of a rooftop bar salute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's exactly. a reference that only the ogs will get <laughs> um but it a lot it opens up um you know Zareth as a carry Jin carry lux. uh lux potentially not just shako i think shako is still good and again like he got a buff to his attack damage it's just his spell yeah, so, is no longer huge so so
3: you might be able to build him with attack speed now and right. compensate for that because mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than a shako that just, like, one, you can't hit because he's jumping all over the place. Right. Right, he's ulting all the time. Mm-hmm. Right, because those mana nerfs are huge. Mm-hmm. Um, While he only needs um, 50 mana for the first one, to cu- then need 80 mana right. for the next one, huge. and all further ults is enormous. Yeah. Um, that's a huge nerf. Um, Combined with the spell power nerf means that mm-hmm. I think they're trying to put more power into the auto attacks and mm-hmm. having the spell power be kind of more like an execute of the person yes. that he's currently attacking yep. versus being able to consistently cast this over and over again. Cause if you do put like triple serifs on him, yeah, that should compensate for these uh, mana nerfs. But yeah,
2: but then he's not one shotting You, people you don't
3: want to alt all the time now, right? right? You, uh, you, 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 you want to get those auto attacks in mm-hmm. because it just feels like the goal here was to auto 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 ult die go mm-hmm. walks over to the next one yeah. auto 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 ult you know and then maybe even the autos kill him and then he can go to another one ult yeah. at the beginning of something yeah and that feels a lot more balanceable and a lot more fair
2: mm-hmm. yeah the other thing was like with the huge focus on his ability. If he had the Bloodthirster, it was just like, oh, he got super low. Oh, okay. He ulted and He full healed. Great. Awesome. So all the damage I was doing, he basically was like a carry tank because it's like he soaks up all this damage and then alts and heals it literally all back and then also removes aggro. So it's it's just was so annoying to play against. And then you throw in a, a, a GA and it's like, well, I guess, you know, after like it was like after like the f- like ten second mark in a fight, it was like Shaco was just unkillable because you didn't have enough focused damage to kill him anymore, and he's just jumping yeah, around. So,
3: and if you didn't kill him off of like some cheeky ult or like maybe Shen helped out, mm-hmm. um, then you lost. Is what it felt like. Yeah. Right. Uh, yep. the The high skill cap, it, it, and like that's the thing, it didn't feel like a skill display. Right. It felt like a plug and play. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, oh.
2: Not a skill display. <laughs> it was a plug and play. Yeah, uh, you don't ever want pen, that pen. because
3: the last time we felt that was uh, Kassadin, in my opinion. Um, and or
2: Blender, that, or yeah, so. Yeah, all of those comps, or it's just like. And uh, I love
3: providing options to because you could. I mean, two hundred percent is double spell power, right? It's not like yeah, it's nothing. It'll still do a good amount of damage, and will work better as an execute for mm-hmm. sure. But you can still build around that. Yeah. Like, it's still a good amount. So what I think they did was offer, like, say you can put Rageblade on him yeah. with Bloodthirster still mm-hmm. and maybe even keep being overpowered,
2: right? But, yeah, but that's a lot of investment, right? To get to exactly. the point where he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly.
3: And so it, I like... Offering units the opportunity to be built in different ways, like attack speed versus attack yeah. damage, mm-hmm. you know, ability power versus tank, like Nico. Yeah, because um, because you know me on game night, I'm never building anything real, right? Well, I'm except for Infinity... attack
2: speed, Soraka. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, Zeke's Herald Infinity Edge Reach Blade Soraka.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I could... it wasn't that bad. More, can you way. check and see how many times <laughs> that that has been built because it's got to be under 10 right it's got to be under 10 it might be one it might i would imagine it's probably closer to one than it is to 10. 50.
3: okay all right i, would, um, I think
2: two. i would put that bet down
3: but I, I like yeah. that i like i like it when you can build someone ap or ad even in yes. regular league right and that just to me is get a gift to the players to really adjust to the game. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that's what they're going for here. That's kind of like my initial read on it.
2: Yeah. And and not even like the building Shaco differently is, is one angle. And of course this, you know, you can translate this over to mech infiltrators now where it's like, okay, well now maybe you favor the Kaisa or you favor putting more items on the super mech itself. Um, Mm -hmm. Mech infiltrator sort of fell from S plus tier down a little bit. Uh in ten point eight to like A tier, a minus tier ish. Yeah, there's been a, a good
3: rise in auto attack based comps and I uh, and range. So I think the mech has a harder time against that.
2: Exactly. Um and then also the like just burst it down with like um Star Guardians. Yeah, there's not... just,
3: there's a good amount of DPS now. There's a lot of good burst now. Yep. It, but at least it has enough HP. If it gets one ult off, you're you're doing pretty good. So yeah, you're doing it's all right in still worth least. it sometimes.
2: Yeah, I think it's still a good comp. Uh, And again, this goes back to the like, it might actually be better in the meta, like the nebulous meta, because there are fewer people playing it. And if you're the only person playing it, it's stronger than if two people were playing it when it was Mm -hmm. like on paper stronger, if that makes sense, which is I think one of the coolest things about TFT is it's like you actually reduce the power of the units on paper but the comp gets better in like the next level up in the meta because there's fewer people playing it right like yeah it's I think that's just one of the coolest things it's just like more knobs and dials that you can change in the meta to make things more balanced which yeah is really to
3: kind of cool. identify like oh my god I'm gonna have six three-star units
2: mm-hmm. nobody
3: else <laughs> is doing this right, right. now and, think, and like yeah. and then when you get to be like hey, hey, hey. <laughs>
2: right you know, and it feels good it, it feels really good it feels really good when you have correctly identified like the comp that no one else is going or there's like people are only taking like a couple of units from and you just get to the like all those units for free yes yep. they're lower tier or they're you know they're not as strong as this there or the other but like you get them all uh which is a yeah really cool you thing get about. your
3: uh you know uh tier three four cost right, right?
2: yeah yeah, that's uh, that's that's just a good feeling um, in general and why I think TFT has so even more depth than we tend to see, because I think I still think people are like,
4: "Uh, well, uh, Dark Star and Star Guardian Sorcerers are
2: the only two cops right now, bro. So if I don't get those, I basically just lose. It's like, oh. hello. Hello that's my uh that's my um uh uh my it's californian my surfer uh california surfer uh reddit Danger user bro. for TFT yeah. yeah oh bro you know that gangplank used to be busted bro i don't know why uh that that's the, that, that's the voice i use but <laughs> well, um
3: i think um, what they're trying to do again is add that variability and with the galaxies too that's kind uh-huh. of ingrained into the game now uh-huh. and kind of just speaks to their mantra a little bit more like it's more interactive hopefully um because that's 20 extra attack damage definitely stacks up so uh, let's see how that goes but um what i think also is really interesting is why we have a b patch Mm -hmm. just in general yeah right so did you want to did you want to read the little yes quote
2: so i believe uh and i'm not checking the discord right now about how this came up, but I, if I recall correctly, it It was was from uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, it was Jimmy the shovel, uh, game night challenger, by the way. Uh, and Jimmy, the shovel, uh, he always does this and i'm sure he'll do it for he'll do it for this specific sentence right now uh he does these really good like uh super good super like, good he, like retorts and just like comments on the episodes uh, in which my is opinion
3: great. he'd be really good like journalist for the space yeah um an analyst like he's got a he's got a noggin man and the way that yeah. he like and what's really great about jimmy is when he disagrees with something he is so mature about it right like i i wish i could see that in more of like the game night stuff it's like well you guys said this but yeah like oh thanks jimmy and it's always with proof anyway
2: yeah uh uh overall jimmy just uh s tier s tier human and uh Mm -hmm. community member um s plus tier actually so uh he brought up Sort of the, in essence, the question of why did we get a B patch here and not for Gangplank? And uh, Mort actually in our Discord uh, responded. He said, um, uh, data differences. 10.6 Rebel GP wasn't as dominant, as crazy as that sounds. The other big thing is regional differences. While NA has a pretty mixed comp, Korea, for example, Star Guardians and Darkstar were, and this is in all caps, dominating
3: yeah so the initial response from jimmy was about how he's not really seeing the dark star and mm-hmm. the star guardian comps mm-hmm. um win all the time and it's more variable and i would definitely follow that up with in terms of my personal experience the same right. thing right i've been seeing yep. a lot of yasuo Yi, tons of yasuo I see Yi. that
2: i see cyber,
3: um, cyber cybernetics um, uh, blade masters yep. um uh blasters like yep. definitely a lot more variety mm-hmm. uh and to see that uh in korea it's developed kind of a different kind of meta is mm-hmm. something that i've always been intrigued about we talked mm-hmm. about when they announced like the world championships right Is yeah. different regions are going to be better at different comps and when that all yeah. comes together it's going to be really interesting um and if there's a region that's known for min maxing and identifying the best yeah. it's korea right right and remember evelyn <laughs> in that one yeah and it's so, it's so american of us to to say uh <laughs> you know to be like well i don't see it here oh yeah
2: Right, there are, other region, there are other regions <laughs> there are other who are, are better than us at things sometimes, <laughs> or but, at least um, different.
3: Yeah, so I think the bigger philosophical question is, why do you think that's the case, right? Why is, like, and the fact that it was such an issue that it warranted mm-hmm. a B patch, because what I see here's yeah it's probably uh you know higher win rates here definitely more variability in na Mm -hmm. but in korea it was very stagnant and worth a b patch for a specific region that's Mm -hmm. really interesting to me
2: yeah i think and this is just completely based off of um it's not based off of any evidence that i have specifically because i don't i just don't know korean culture well enough at all um i'm korean so you can ask me uh But you don't... Never mind. Uh, I get it. That was a joke. Um, (laughs) Almost took that seriously for a second. Um, (laughs) And we're cancelled! I'm the one that's cancelling us. I think a lot of what the... At least the players that I see in NA, and a lot of people on Reddit and all that, a lot of the meta is defined by... A handful of streamers, Kurum, uh, Soju, Jish- Milk, uh, Milk Jashrita in South America. Though he's got a you know a big Twitch presence, uh, Hafu, uh, Scara, all of these like top streamers essentially, uh, and and some of those streamers are also players are coming up with the meta. And I think lobby two specifically as well is another reason this this happens is that because a lot of those players are all in, you know, they all talk to each other, right? They're all in the same discord. They're all sort of working together mm-hmm. in a lot of ways to get better at the game and to push. And they're all, you know, friends to one extent or another. Um, you get, I, I know as someone who has been in a, uh, play test group for magic, the gathering at a relatively high level, you get into a, um, you get into an echo chamber in a lot of ways where like, I remember when I was playing with my, my play group, like they all favored like a certain playstyle. like, they were all very heavily oriented towards like control decks uh, in magic. So like whenever like an aggro card would come out or like a draft strategy that was more aggressive would be like viable. They like, even if they didn't discount it entirely, like it they would always under evaluate things like that. So it's very hard where, like, if you come into a position where, like, aggro is actually the best strategy, they're already discounting it, and a lot of times they're behind on the meta because of that, and they don't want to play that type of deck, which just, like, Mm -hmm. you get into this echo chamber of, like, well, then no one's going to try it, and no one's actually going to do it, so you actually, like, stunt your growth as players, even though, like, in a lot of ways we're a lot better than a lot of people, you stunt your growth as players because of that mentality, and I think... Some of that likely happens. Again, I'm not part of these lobbies. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm generalizing. Um, I'm imagining that a lot of that happens. And again, we have talked multiple episodes about innovation and players not keeping things close to the chest, although mismatched socks. Uh, we did see that happen like after set two where he, he basically like revealed all of these things that people didn't know about um, and that he was using to get really high on the la- on the ladder. Um, and I think once this, once the uh, competitive circuit gets fleshed out more, we'll start to see this a little bit more. We'll see smaller groups. It won't be Lobby 2. It will be, you know, Team Liquid, Recently, Cloud 9. Yeah. It'll be Cloud 9, Uh, you know, play group where they have their in-house and they scrim against other Like, they scrim against other players who aren't going to be playing in their scheduling
3: these scrims right
2: like yeah and that's a really cool thing that i that that i like and like how you get to that next level but Mm -hmm. i think right now a lot of na's meta is defined by a very small number of content creators and like again there's still not the like oh well i see that star guardian sorcerers getting getting played so i'm going to mystic uh uh, yeah i'm gonna like always force for mystic we're seeing very little of that and maybe and this doesn't really explain why korea was even less diverse but i think um you know they're they're probably i I would imagine they're probably not the same like distribution of like they're getting most of their content from the same small number of sources Uh, or maybe it's a smaller number where they're like oh this is what's actually only good and they just min max it
3: I think that's definitely closer based off of what I know about uh, South Korean history in video games, right? Like there are stories of, I think there's a league player who died at the computer after playing for 13 hours straight yeah right so one get up you can get blood clots uh just like on an airplane make yeah. sure you walk and stretch um because that can happen to you don't want to scare you but yeah. definitely can happen to you it's happening to you um, right now
2: get up and walk also <laughs> yeah, hydrate. yeah exactly. uh, uh-huh
3: um yeah and that was the other thing he had all been eating sugar and like uh, and, um but anyway yeah. like i think the the bigger lesson to be had here is that Number one, I think they're more okay with playing the same thing over and over again. Anyway, yeah. right? Like I have an issue of like it's almost like compulsive where I can't play the same character two times in a row. Yeah, like I will not do it. Mm-hmm. Like even in Valorant when there where there's like five characters, I will just play someone I'm bad at because yeah. I like have to have that variety. Yeah, right. Same thing with League of Legends. I I'm not good because I play too many characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and I like. I compulsively need that variety because if not, it gets monotonous and boring. And that doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be as big of a deal um, when it comes to the competitive space sure. in, in, in certain regions. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is, is like when they're in school, like um, the South Korean education system is known for being very rote and repetitive. Uh, okay, um, mm-hmm. And I think that that has something to do with it too. And I think they've always been good at just understanding the math behind what's good and what's bad. Yeah. And how to, like you said, min max to the best of their ability. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're the best gamers in the world. That's why when the US won the World Cup in Overwatch, it was a huge deal. Yeah. Right. That's why when Saris won StarCraft, yep. the first, you know, non-South Korean champion ever mm-hmm. at BlizzCon. And it took 16 years. Yeah. Right. And like there's a reason why they're so good. And I think yeah. in, what is talked about a lot is because of that culture. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're speaking to that here right now. This is all assumptions again, but based off of like what my mom's told me about, even when she was in school sure. how that was the slight tangent. Um, <laughs> so I learned that my mom was a bully the other day. <laughs> um, so, and I had no idea because like, I thought
2: she was just so like, much.
3: Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> um, that's where I got it from. I had no idea. Cause my dad's like legit a nice guy. Um, anyway. So my mom apparently had a crush on one of her teachers and so she was a bully and they had like this like sewing thing it you know like those like uh dividers that people change clothes behind and like yes. movies yeah um so it was one of those but they needed to sew a scene in and so she wanted hers to be really good so she made <laughs> her friend do it for her <laughs> and for 24 years this thing has been in my house claimed as my mom's greatest artistic achievement <laughs> and she never did it. Someone else made it. Wow. Because she wanted to impress her teacher. Um anyway, but yeah, like it's so competitive too out there like you have to be the best or in order to be seen right. and um trying other things might not be the quickest way there.
2: Yeah, I also think like if you're watching uh, random streamers, some some streamers go very deep and in, are informative about things, and they they do guides and even 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 some guides uh, that people will do uh, that streamers will do. It's like, oh yeah, this is the best comp. This is how you build it. Okay, does that go into why it's the best comp? It, sometimes they'll go into like, oh well, it counters this and it counters this, and it's like good against magic damage. But like, it's not super in depth of like. You know this that or the other thing which It makes sense because A that takes a lot of mental Thinking it takes hundreds of Games to play it's not like magic Where like you're playing the same deck a hundred times over Like you're probably not able To play Star Guardian Sorcerer A hundred times in a row maybe you are and I guess This is a case where you are but like in general Having that next level of Depth it's like uh, Diminishing returns in terms of like The amount of time that you're putting into like a guide like that because yeah a like it might not actually be that good b it will be changed possibly in a couple of weeks just because of the patch cycle and see like all these other things like it, it changes so you don't want to put a 100 hours into one guide for a comp that's going to be useless in uh you know, or not good in uh you know a couple of weeks um you know yeah you're just losing I, out I, I,
3: the 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 strive for perfection is rampant in that culture yeah just in general right so like some off the hand facts: south korea has the most plastic surgeries uh in the world um in like the whole k-pop scene right yeah the dancing needs to be perfect and like there's been suicides recently in in that scene and like the, the culture there like the striving for perfection is just mm-hmm. ingrained in your life and um, no matter what you think about it right it, that's what that's what it's like and i think they they apply that to to everything mm-hmm. uh, and this is totally the same right that's why like right. if, um the first like five out of six league of legends champions were were from yeah right. Mm-hmm. right with the with the taiwanese um team winning season 2 yeah. and then koreans dominated for a while uh well, it might not be like the healthiest thing. Definitely, based off of our kind of preconceived notions and what's right and how to learn right. and, and stuff like that. Uh, to me, that's like the easiest explanation on sure. why stuff like that is so dominant. Is something that they've always been able to do is understand what is the best and how to get there in every situation Mm -hmm. right like how do i win with this comp when everyone else is doing it right who's the best carry in a dark star star guardian comp when everyone's only two stars Mm because that might change based off of the game right and i think that is that's how they're thinking Versus how we're thinking, which is more rock, paper, scissory, like on right. a grander scale, which is like, That's true. Oh, okay, so Mech, I can do this, or Mystic can do this, rather than thinking about, all right, so if everyone is in this lobby is going Dark Star, um, and I'm going to go Dark Star, how do I still win? Because right. there is still a win condition for you. True. Right? And identifying that, I think, is way harder uh, in general, mm-hmm. but something that the gaming culture in Korea is, I think, known for.
2: Yeah. And that also, t- I mean, to tie both of those things together is that if it's correct to go Dark Star, let's just say it's, it's correct to go either Dark Star or Star Guardian every single time. That gives you the best win rate overall and will help you gain the most LP over a given period of time. If you're a Soju or a Skara or a uh, Raditz or whoever on the ladder, your stream is going to get bored and not want to watch you play like people hated Blender just like like the so many titles were like not playing blender uh, you know Crohen I'm not gonna play blender I, I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my two wins with blender and then I'm not playing it anymore like these are the types of things that happen because it's more than just winning the game for a lot of these like, specifically streamers right you like mm-hmm. you have to entertain and if your chat is trolling you the whole time and is like uh, you know uh getting carried by blender Omega Lol unless you're Sphinx, you're probably going to you're probably going to you know play something else after eight hours of playing. Um, love you, yeah. snakes. Uh, but you know, it, I think that there's other factors in there than just like, especially if you're a streamer, than just like I need to win the most amount of LP in a given period of time, and I don't care about anything else. There's other factors, so that's just a long, long way of uh, explaining that we've talked about in other games like i
3: I do think it's cultural right i I think that is having a a hand in it and sure it's so funny and just to kind of like really dive deep into that um it's pervasive through a lot of things like our um for example there was a a theory that a lot of our uh american teams that went to gauntlet and overwatch struggled because they don't take travel as seriously yeah Right, they like went out and like had had fun, which yeah. is cool. I, I'm glad they did. Honestly, like right. they're gonna learn more by being people and in and in, in, like sure. be like 16 in Korea with your friends. Yeah, like, you gotta get out there and have some fun, right? But um, that wouldn't be an option, I think, for not just you know maybe even other uh, American mm-hmm. uh, teams, but for a lot of other regions that that's not something you do. You're there right. to game, and, you know, right? You've got to, you're there to win, and if you do anything other than win it's a failure right right and that's gonna keep happening and so what usually happens is if you want to see how to play something right um you look at the asian regions if you want to see how to play something fun um you look (laughs) at uh the u.s and then you just don't watch eu
2: i'm just kidding i'm just yikes (laughs) Uh, we come in here. Uh, Boop has been sacked and is no longer. <laughs> no, I, I have like a
3: long running history of just like being mean to that region for some reason. So I'm just kind of carrying it over here. Well. I got I got into some really good Twitter beef uh, for um, uh, that contenders thing with some of my uh, fellow co-cast uh, fellow casters from Europe and the UK, yeah. and it kind of just became a thing. So
2: <laughs> here we are. Yeah, I, I, I do think there's a lot of different factors and it's still extremely interesting to me even across games. You know, we, I I used to, again, to go back to Magic the gathering, like there always tends to be like one or two, like Japanese deck. There's not really a, at least there wasn't when I was playing a really big, uh, Korean presence in professional magic. There might be now, I don't follow it as much as, but it was like, Japan was a big region for magic. The gathering, uh, and so were like the Netherlands and South America and the US obviously Um, and there was always like the Japanese teams that always have like these like crazy control decks that like again we're kind of min maxing you're like why in the world is this one of card in here it's like oh actually it's really good in this one situation and because you have a 16.8 chance to get it like you're good enough like that is exactly what you need it to be Um, and things like that are just like fascinating to me that like, you know, a lot of times, regardless of the region, you lock the best players in your region in a, in a a house for a week, they're going to figure out 98% of what is the best decks. But then there's all that 2% is the most fascinating thing in the world to me. Um, and I think we we see that on a and I'm talking about like when in paper magic, when, you know, you have a week to do this and that you're only playing with the, you know, 16 people that are there. We get to see that at a massive scale with online gaming and, you know, open information and streaming and all that stuff. So it's really cool and fascinating to me to see these, uh, you know, really get to see these um, you know, innovations and 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 whatnot. So. All in all, <laughs> at the end of the day, I think that this B patch is nice at the, um, I do think people were getting a little sick of the Star Guardian Sorcerers as well as the Dark Star, um, especially obviously in, in, in Korea, even, even if it wasn't as dominating in NA, um, it is interesting to see, and, and I guess nice to see that, uh, you know, the team is willing to balance based on, you know, dominating in all caps, uh, results in different regions even if we don't necessarily see it it's nice to see that yeah but boop that is going to be the end of our show for today
3: yeah i like it i like sometimes when we have these philosophical shows
2: we have them every right? every few.
3: yeah and um i i love talking about gaming as like a serious subject right and i think we need to as a community continue having these kinds of conversations yeah. so it spreads out to the, <laughs> the real world right. right well i mean i feel um, like we and,
2: don't hear these conversations in a lot yeah of places. like
3: the psychology of gaming per region right it's all stuff yeah. that we know but um has anyone done anything with it right, right. and I want everyone to think about having these conversations with their friends, right? Whether it be about TFT or just gaming in general, Mm. whether like a union, you know, that kind of stuff. Like we need to be having these conversations as a gaming community, especially right now to push us to a much more legitimized state, Mm -hmm. right? Where there's going to be resources. If you want to be a caster, you're going to know where to go right if you right. want to be a player you're going to know where to go we're not quite there yet but we need to have these kinds of conversations to yep. understand the culture behind gaming for where you are but also the decision making behind a lot of things mm-hmm. so that's why i like these shows so yeah. much is we get to do that and it's a really great opportunity to be able to do that for for other people too yep. and then we get to talk about it in our discord right True. and you know have ideas because we have really awesome debates in that discord about uh, games and stuff True, and i'm excited to to see what happens tomorrow because i love talking about regional differences right Mm -hmm. like for example in overwatch my favorite region is south america because it's so gritty Mm -hmm. right it's not the cleanest uh (laughs) by any means but like every fight something crazy is gonna happen Right. And I love the passion and like the the emotion behind it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's the same reason why I like uh, college football more than professional football. Right. Right. I like the grittiness. I like the the -hmm. rough around the edges, not perfect play. Right. Um, And so I love talking about regions, but also talking about what makes something fun for you. Right. Right. Because you might like something very technically proficient. Right. Mm -hmm. And you don't need all the extra bells and whistles because really the basics are what's really impressive. Mm -hmm. Right. And we need to talk about that kind of stuff. It's great
2: got to talk about it because you know what? We don't hear it in a lot of other places, but we bring it to you. I'd say roughly every, you know, three or four weeks. We usually have an episode like this. And uh, uh-huh. if you like them, let us know. And if you don't. Uh, <laughs> but, um, that is going to be it for this episode. Make sure you guys are continuing the discussion. Discord.me slash little legends podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at LIL legends pod. Boop, where can people find you on the internet when you're not here on the show?
3: At Boopasaurus Rex. Um, I am going to do a giveaway soon because I promised I would after hitting 1,000 followers. Yes. I, like I slipped it in there. Um, and, <laughs> but please still follow me slash don't unfollow me. Also, uh, Zeke, for some reason, I can't get you your gift. So hit me up. And then the other thing is uh, I am finally feeling up to it, feeling healthy for the first time in what feels like an eternity. Uh, since quarantine really and i've got i've got stuff planned
2: okay i feel like we've been hearing this for weeks on end and i'll believe it when i see it but let's
3: i know (laughs) pressure him
2: so social distancing also peer pressuring is another thing that we need to do uh in the discord for boop to get his stream and other content going but guys make sure you are in that discord discord.me slash little legends podcast if not to pressure Boop directly into doing more content, but also to play in game night on Fridays at nine Eastern. You're going to want to be there, but that is going to be it for this episode. Thank you everyone who listened and watched live. Uh, We go, we usually go live on Tuesdays at eight Eastern on twitch.tv slash the Blavins, but otherwise we're at all the other channels, not live. So make sure you're checking that out, but that is going to be it. Thank you everyone for listening again for Boop. On the Blevins, and we'll be back next week talking about more team fight tactics.
4: It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust.